Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey everybody, welcome to Standing Out in Ohio podcast. This is Jim Trough, and of course with me is my lovely wife and office goddess, Laura. Hello everyone. Alright, so we're going to talk about a couple of things that have come up the last couple of weeks that we, we think should, that should be known by every agent and maybe home sellers and home buyers as well, but that we had to explain that to a couple of people, so... We'll talk about those things because if you're an agent, you're going to want to know this stuff because otherwise you might look a little silly if you do not. You don't want to look silly in front of your client. But first, let's listen to this. Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranties. For a great home inspection, you really can't Okay, Laura. So we had a couple of things that we had to clarify for some, for some folks last yes. like two weeks. Yes, repeatedly. Repeatedly. Um, CBS codes. CBS codes. All right. What? So explain so, that. So we've had several agents that when we've said, "What is the CBS code?" Because we've got approval. You've got a super box on it. We need the CBS code. So CBS CBS code is needed. Or an affiliate, affiliate. who's not an agent, but an affiliate, they need this special seven-digit code in order to open up that electronic lockbox. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. It's for the super key. It's super. for the super key for that super lockbox. Even if they have their app on the phone, they need this code, right. correct? They need, they need this code. Okay. Because what we do is we put that code in, and that code comes back specifically to the inspector that opens that up. So they use that to get into it, but his app shows who it was that got into it, and we can't get into it without that code, unlike an agent who can just go up and they hit a button with their thumb and it's all good. Okay. So it's a tracking thing as well. So the eight, so whoever owns that lockbox go, oh, this we, person we logged know in at this time. This inspector at this time or this agent is the one who opened that lockbox up. Right. Because I actually have been asked before, and this has been a few years now, but I had an agent call me and ask me about some guy that I've never heard his name and if he was one of our inspectors because he got into her house at this time on this date. Oh, I remember that. Right. It was a name we'd never heard. I've never heard of, I've never heard of it since then. So no clue who he was, but he got into her house and she was able to track it and he didn't have permission. So that having been said, how did he get the code though? Somebody gave him the access code. Somebody had to have given him yes. the access code. So something weird with, with that. But anyway, but I know a couple of classes we've taught, we, we teach CE classes. The last couple of classes that we taught, there was at least one or two agents that did in not each- know in each class that did not know what a CBS code is. Well, and it it wasn't just that. So we had inspections that were scheduled, got approval through showing time, and we're asking the agents for the CBS code, 
and they, you know, first of all, they didn't know what it was. Then they went to their broker and they get a four digit code and they're insistent that this four digit code is the CBS code. And the sad thing is that was coming from their brokerage. And like, this wasn't a small brokerage. This was a big name company and whoever it was had no concept of what a CBS code was. See that, and when you, all right, here's what, here's, here's what happened. We go to a house, we can't get into it because the lockbox is either not the right type of lockbox. Because sometimes we're told, oh, it's a combination lock. And then, no, it's a CBS, it's a super, super right. lockbox, electronic. So we need a CBS code. Or we're told it's electronic. We get there and say, it's a combination lock. It's a combination. Lock. Whenever that happens, we don't look bad. The agent looks bad. Right. And if the agent looks bad, like, we can't, there's no way we can cover that up for the agent. No, there, there's no, no way. Right. I'm sorry. We, we can either get in with the code or we can't. We it's, can't it's get in because the agent doesn't know the code to our own box, which look, looks bad. So anyway, that's something that comes up pretty consistently, that agents do not know the CBS code or they don't know what CBS code is. And I think that this is a failing of the system and the training that real estate agents have. I don't think they're given enough information to say, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Here's my code. So That should be part of the training. That should be part of their training. Because the one class we taught, it was a bunch of newer agents. None of them knew. They didn't know what it was, which is like, all right, you expect them to list houses, put lockbox on them, but you don't tell them how to actually let somebody in for an inspection. And this was an agency that does not want their agents going to the home inspections at all. Right. So therefore, it's even more important that they have the CBS code to give to somebody to get in because they're not going to show it to let us in. Right. Or any home inspector or or any termite guy, yeah. radon guy, that ain't No affiliate. Yeah. So it, it is very important. And I, I think that it might even be overlooked because in the minds of most agents, they just go and they hit the button and they call it good. If you're not a listing agent and you don't do that consistently, and this is me making excuses, you, you don't necessarily think about that and think about the little things that make up the whole package that you need to do for somebody. And maybe, I, I can see that. May, yeah. Maybe it's, it's something where, you need to have somebody that's been here for a while write down what their process is. Okay, so I put this in showing time. This has the code. It has the address. It has this. It has that. And all of this stuff is spelled out and explained to new people as they come on. Because when you as a brokerage don't train your agents and they're listing properties, you look bad. Especially when they sit here and they argue and they argue and they argue because they believe you and then we're proven right because we know what a CBS code is. It does not look good for you. And why should that person stay with you as a brokerage no. if you're not training them? And, you know, like I had one poor person. Yeah, she kept apologizing profusely and she felt horrible. But like I told her, you don't know what you don't know. You're expecting somebody to give you a certain level of training so that you know how to do your job well and if they're not you're you're not the one at fault for that no like you you i can't be mad at someone it's not her fault not her so, not that agent's fault two suggestions for this okay first suggestion 
the contract with the super lock boxes, I believe, is up next year. Please, please, <laughs> please, for the love of God, go to the Sentry Lock. They are so much easier. You don't need to worry about codes. It's literally like a thumb imprint, I believe. It, like, it was so easy to get into because I have one for the right. Dayton area. So Laura votes for I vote that. for Sentry. To get rid of the Supra and go for the Sentry. Right. That's what you vote for. Right. In the interim, to learn what your CBS code is, all Supra boxes have a serial number on the back of the box. Take all of your boxes and all of those serial numbers. Call the board. They will have a master list of what those CBS codes are. Better yet, change it to something you'll remember. Personally, I like Jenny's number, 8675309. There's a couple of agents in Columbus that have that. Jenny, I Jenny. love it. Yes, go with Jenny, Jenny, or your phone number, or like all sevens, or something that makes sense to you that you'll remember. And do them all the and same. And do them all the same. So you're not having to constantly hunt down which serial number goes with which CBS code. They're just all the same and life is good. Yep, 8675309. That's the best one. That's the one. In fact, we, <laughs> we, we told the agent that. He didn't know that song. He was a younger guy, obviously. He didn't know the Jenny's number. So we, we played Does that, that song we're for aging him. aging ourselves or dating ourselves? No, it just means we're cool. Okay. We were teenagers <laughs> in the 80s. We were cool then. So, But yeah, Jenny's number is the best. So another thing that came up this week is we had some agent ask us, us if we would do a walk and talk inspection. We're still doing those. First of all, we never did those. We didn't think they were a good idea in the first place. We also didn't think they were actually well, permissible with state licensing. And that was confirmed, I think, March or April, yes. that walk and talk inspections are not to be done because they don't meet the state standards of a written inspection report. Now, they also don't meet the standard what you're supposed to look at. Right. That can be adjusted what you're actually looking at, but there needs to be a written report. And walk and talks do not do that. So anyway, no walk and talks. If, if you're if you're suggesting people do those, stop. If you have an inspector that's doing those, stop. stop. You're gonna get, you're gonna get in trouble. That inspector's gonna get in trouble, and then you're gonna get in trouble for recommending those. Because you're supposed to know as a real estate agent what not the new to laws do those. Are. Yeah, not to do those. And it's been clear. It was sent to all the home inspectors. Also sent to all the agents. Also yes. the email that the state sends out. We saw that. So another option is to make sure that you read your email from the state as to what's being followed up on with laws. Or listen to all the Staying on How podcast episodes. You'll, That's the you'll, best one. You'll hear a lot, a lot of different things that are important to know. And then something else happened. What was the other one? I need to explain. Was it radon? No. The, the agreement. The service yes. agreement. Okay. So also with part of the home inspector licensing... We now have to make sure that before we can go and do an inspection, we have to have the service agreement signed. So if you schedule an inspection, and I don't care who the home inspection company is, you need to have your client sign that service agreement as soon as possible because we actually ended up having to cancel inspection because we sent repeated emails and texts and followed up and tried to get a hold of this person and we couldn't. So make sure that your clients know how important that is and that that needs signed as soon as that email comes across their desk. 
that they need to sign that agreement because one of these days someone's going to have to cancel an inspection and it's going to be down to the wire. It's going to be like the last day. Don't wait for that to happen. Just make sure everybody yeah. takes care of their stuff as soon as they Best see it. Best to have it signed the day before the inspection. Because it, say it's an 8 o'clock inspection, 8 in the morning. I, I would not recommend our inspector to head out that way on the assumption and hope that it's going to get signed that morning. Well, that's we're, what we're happened with this that. one. We're not doing that. It needs to sign beforehand. Right. That's the state law. If you don't like it, well... Petition the state or give, or give them a state licensing. This is, is it, the deal. Yeah, it's in. This is the, the, it's the, reality. You know, legislation, real estate agents want they want licensing. Licensing is not automatically bad. I'm saying, but there are requirements with that. And well, this is one of those things. And if you tell your person, your client, no, no, no you just need to sign it for it to get the report. No, totally wrong. It, it's it's state requirement before we even get to the house. Right. We so, technically should not be going to the house if the agreement is not signed. It was pretty much how it was explained to me. Like, we shouldn't even be going there if the yeah, agreement's well, not signed. I mean, what are you going to do? Drive an hour one direction and never get signed? you got to turn around and drive right. back? Yeah. We have better things to do. Yep. We Our, our time so, is, is valuable. We don't, we don't have time to, to waste, really. Especially during the summer. There's right. no time to waste. And the U.S. Inspector go out, you know, extra length for you. You're not going to jerk them around by not, not getting things signed. Right. And then they can't do it, and they're going, oh, let's do it tomorrow. Now, nope. they may not have time, because the, the next day may be booked up. And that's, nobody's, that's definitely not the inspector's fault, not the inspection company's fault. Nope, you had your time slot blocked. Most likely it'll be sure. fall the, the fault of the home buyer for not signing it. But as the agent, if you're the agent of that buyer... Make you, sure they know. You need to make sure they sign it because they get notifications. There's a lot of notifications. They're not paying attention to them. That's another issue there. Well, and not only to the client, but the agent gets them from us. Like We make sure if they haven't signed that agreement that we send at a certain point, it goes to both the client and to the agent. So if you're getting that email from us that says, hey, your client hasn't signed this agreement, this agreement needs signed, call them up and tell them to sign ASAP because if I start texting or if Amy starts texting you going, this agreement needs signed, you're getting close to getting canceled. Yep, And this goes for every home inspection company. Right. And no I home inspection company or home inspector that. is supposed to do the inspection without having that thing signed, the agreement signed before they get there. So it's kind of sure. it's a universal statewide thing. So I think that's it. Yep, that's it. That, that's the biggest irritations the last couple of weeks. Some of those are very consistent though. The CDS code is very consistent. Get the Century Access boxes. Yeah, Laura looks for the Century Century Lock box. They're nice. They're very nice. Yeah, they have those Dayton and Cincinnati. Dayton and Cincinnati. Yeah, because I have access in Dayton and/or Cincinnati, and I used it to do like a water test or mold test or something somewhere, and it was so nice because I saw Century Lock box. I just opened up my little app and hit my thumb yep. on it to identify myself and the lock popped open wow. and I was just in amazement. So we have two special living in Dayton, Cincinnati area. And anyway, that, that's Laura's vote is for the, uh, what was it? Century? Century lock. There we go. All right. Thank you everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroff.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time, learn and go do stuff. Thank you.